welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ. Hi again, everyone, and welcome back to Dirty Martin's Place. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. Our show proudly brought to you by Howry, Breen, and Herman, attorneys at law. If you're getting some difficulty tonight or anytime soon, Get with my buddy Randy Howry, Howry, Breen, and Herman, attorneys at law. Also brought to us by Plains Capital Bank. Thank you, Paul Hollyabeck and great crew at Plains Capital Bank. Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Doug Boney and the great crew at Pokey Joe's serving up mouth-watering, delicious Texas barbecue tonight with locations throughout Central Texas, the best side dishes, and wonderful brisket, sausage, and ribs, and turkey and chicken. Also brought to you by Covert and Bastrop. Rocks and the guys were closed today, opened in the morning at 11 o'clock. Delaware subs, no bologna there. Tomorrow, another two-for-one Philly cheesesteak day. Chicken or beef, go see our friend Pete Ademski at Delaware Subs. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road for all the Longhorn gear you need. And by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Ed Clements and Ben Clements. Ben, how are you? We're watching this game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Houston Texans. And the Ravens are suddenly pulling away from the upstart Houston Texans. Yep. Talk about this. Yeah, Pop, I'm good. Uh, it smells like football, Big 12 upsets, and Dirty's famous chicken wings uh-huh, in this establishment. It's uh, been a wild day of sports. We saw the Longhorns uh, defeat the Baylor Bears for the final time in Austin. We saw the Kansas Jayhawks be defeated by West Virginia in West Virginia, and it is division weekend. Uh, like you said, we got Baltimore-Houston here, and it was a close game at half, but Baltimore has really pulled away. They're driving again. They're uh, up 24 to 10, looking to take a, a big, big lead and, and shut this game away. Tonight will be an interesting game. Uh, tomorrow is tomorrow night's the big game. Bills Chiefs in Buffalo. Another cold game in Buffalo tomorrow. So we we got to touch up on that. And then uh, tonight, San Francisco. Uh, we see the return of Christian McCaffrey and the entire San Francisco 49ers. Great, great weekend for sports. Going to be a rainy night in San Francisco. We understand, but let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens, the number one seed in the AFC, Dalvin Cook, who used to wear a Minnesota Vikings uniform and, and now wearing a uniform for Baltimore. Well, you remember, he was with the Jets earlier in the year. He That's was right. traded to the Jets at the very, very beginning of the season, was with them, was not really used at all, and then he was traded to the Ravens, and he's made an impact so far in this game, and uh, uh, Lamar Jackson has looked stunning. He, he is going to be the MVP. You know, the Ravens, it was a... Uh, unknown game for them, not just not because you know they're the best team in the country, but they they have not played as a whole unit in the last three weeks. They sat their their starters the last two games of the year. Um, obviously, last week they were off, so this is the first time we've seen their entire unit uh, start and play an entire game, and they have not missed a beat. No, they have not, because you're exactly right about Lamar Jackson. He's going to be the most valuable player, and credit Lamar Jackson because I was down on Lamar Jackson last year. Remember. Baltimore made the playoffs, and Lamar Jackson didn't even go to the games. He yep. was injured, but didn't go to the games. In the offseason, he signed a deal worth $40 million yep. plus, and he is earning that money for John Harbaugh, the brother of Jim Harbaugh, as uh, they continue to roll now. Another first down for uh, the Ravens inside the 15-yard line of the Texans, but they continue to roll. I am so looking forward to to next week mm-hmm. with the championship weekend because 
you know, well, we make no mistake about it. I know we have a ton of Kansas City fans listening, and Austin has a good Kansas City fan delegation. A lot of people love Mahomes and Kelsey and Yoko Swifto. We're Buffalo people, <laughs> though, because of Mitch Morris, our friend, yeah. uh, who was on the, the Pat McAfee show this week. Yeah. Mitch, of course, uh, from Austin and then played college football at Missouri. I can't wait to see a matchup between this Baltimore team and hopefully, from my standpoint, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Well, yeah, it's it's looking like the Baltimore Ravens, it's inevitable they will be in the Super Bowl. At one point, do we crown this the year of the Harbaugh? Well, do we, we, do we have to wait for them to win the Super Bowl, or can we just go ahead and do it once they make it to the Super well, Bowl? Well, we, we may. Well, you, you, I think uh, Jim has won it for Michigan yeah. and brother John. Who has a Super Bowl ring with Baltimore? I yeah. think it will be the year of the the Harbaugh's if if they can complete this brotherly sweep. And speaking of uh, Jim Harbaugh, he had another interview yep. with. He's an interview with Atlanta. He's interviewed with the Chargers. Yep. So he's on the cusp of getting a job in the National Football League, and yep. Michigan will be without a head coach. Yeah, it's in a matter of time. He he's going. He's moving up. He wants to go. You know, he was funny. He was talking about, I think, after the game, he's saying he can now sit at the big boy table at the Harbaugh Thanksgiving <laughs> with his brother and his dad. But now he's hungry. Like, you know, Bob, you always say it. These guys, they, they, they want more. And he has a national championship now. And he wants to get in the same level of his brother, getting a Super yeah, Bowl ring. Because yeah. I don't think there's anything b- bigger in football for a coach than having a Super Bowl ring. I, I, I agree, unless you're a devoted college yeah. coach where you get the national championship. But as we've known before, and our buddy Spike Dykes told us this, all coaches are nomads. Mm-hmm. You won't see many people staying their entire career at one team. You look at Andy Reid, who is at uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, now with Kansas City. Yeah. Tom Landry stayed with the, the Cowboys a long time. Those days are somewhat over because people are already are always moving from post to post. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what Jim Harbaugh is going to do. I still think the best job out there for Jim Harbaugh is a job with the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, the quarterback. Herbert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert is a marvelous quarterback. I think that would be the situation for him as Baltimore has just scored. And there's the over. They just covered that over. Looks like uh, they're going to win this game. That's a convincing touchdown. Two touchdown runs for Lamar Jackson tonight. Well, that is an element that a lot of teams do not have that Lamar Jackson has. He's like a third running back back there, and that was a a brilliant, brilliant one by, uh, by Lamar Jackson. Brilliant one as they score again, and PAT to follow from our friend Justin Tucker, the former Longhorns. You know, they've looked at it for the latter half of the season, and they continue to. They are the most dominant team in the country. When you have Lamar Jackson, you have the edge in offense. You can you can outscore most, most teams, but their key to success is their defense. They have one of the best front lines in, in the NFL. Their DBs, they can cover anybody. They can bring back Calvin Johnson on, on these Texans, and they could cover him. This is a special team, and it's John Harbaugh's a good coach. He's a great coach. He's a great coach. They yeah. put together a very talented team, and I, I, I respect Lamar Jackson. He bet on himself. This is a guy that waited. He he did his own contracts. He waited and waited, and he bet on himself, and it's paying off. Fixed to be the MVP. They're looking like a shoe in to 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 compete in the Super Bowl. This well, team is, this well, is a scary the, team. The shoe in, I, I would, I would disagree with that because who, I, who can beat them? I think Buffalo can beat them. I think Buffalo, and I would never, ever, ever discount if Kansas City wins tomorrow. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I know that one's going to be on the road because mm-hmm. Buffalo, excuse me, Baltimore will be hosting next week. Yeah. But I would never discount Pat Mahomes, and I'm not going to discount 
uh, the Buffalo Bills. I, 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 look, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that either. But they're peaking. They've peaked all season long. But these three weeks off clearly has rejuvenated them, and yeah. they're fresh and they're they're powerful. Lamar Jackson. Uh, I mean, he's as strong as ever. He's as quick as ever. And they're on a mission to to win another Super Bowl in Baltimore with yeah. the new quarterback, Lamar Jackson. I, just having a tremendous year. And but, uh, nothing nothing against C.J. Stroud and the Texans. The Texans, my Lord, have overachieved yeah. like nobody else in the entire NFL this year, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, he, he needs to – they need to give him a 10-year contract after his rookie year is up, after his rookie contract is up. He's, he's worth every penny. You know the Panthers, and we've said it all year long. The Panthers are just – beating themselves up for passing up on uh, C.J. Stroud into getting Bryce Young. Sometimes, you know, Bryce Young, I'm sorry for Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud is in such a better situation. Yeah. I don't think, though, anybody saw this coming. You've got a young Ryan's the new coach. You have C.J. Stroud, and they've got elements on defense. So let me tell you. Well, the Panthers were fooled by the Heisman. Yeah. You know, it was the sexy pick. It was the Alabama Heisman Trophy winner, national champion. It was a sexy pick. Most teams would have done the same thing. But C.J. Stroud, when you watched him on film, his tight spiral was inebriating. Mm -hmm. You watched him throw the ball, and it was such a smooth delivery. He could read a defense better than most. I get why the Panthers did it, but... You know, the Texans are reaping the rewards right now. And the Panthers are still in disarray, for goodness sakes. They yeah. don't have a coach. They don't have a head coach. No. Their owner is throwing drinks at fans <laughs> in the stands. It well, is just, he's, a, just a terrible, terrible situation that's going on right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, at least he's giving his fans some free drinks. I mean, they pay all the on money. They should give them a free drink. A free drink on their head, mm-hmm. though. All right, we got to take a break. Again, Baltimore has just scored again. It's 31-10 to 10 over the Houston Texans in Baltimore. We're under seven minutes to play in this game. It's going to take a gargantuan comeback. They're down by 21 for the Texans uh, to win this game. When we come back, we're going to talk about the second game today, the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, We'll also talk about tomorrow's games, Tampa Bay and Detroit and Kansas City and Buffalo. Also, get you up to date on what's going on in Big 12 basketball. It has been a wild, wild day in the Big 12. We'll get that and much, much more. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. Proudly brought to you by Howard, Breen, and Herman, Plains Capital Bank, Hokie Joe's Barbecue, Covert and Bastrop, Delaware Subs, Sue Patrick, and by Tito's Handmade Vodka. We'll be back with more from Dirty Martin's Place right after this. We are back on the End Zone Club. Dirty Martin's Place in the shadow of the University of Texas where the Longhorns won today over the Baylor Bears, 75-73. We'll get into that game later. Our show proudly brought to you by Plains Capital Bank, Howie Breen and Herman, attorneys at law, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Great Texas Barbecue all over Austin and Central Texas, Covert in Bastrop. They'll be open tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. Delaware Subs, two-for-one Philly cheesesteaks all day tomorrow. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road. And by Tito's, Handmade vodka. Again, we're watching Baltimore and the Texans. 31 to 10 right now. Baltimore with a 21-point lead, under seven minutes to play. If Baltimore goes on to win this game, they if, will. If well, they're going to win. They go on to win this game. They'll play the winner of Kansas City and Buffalo. That's the late game tomorrow. It's going to be cold, 
but not snowy, even though they ask people to come shovel snow like, in Buffalo today. You yeah. see it? Did you see it this morning? In all I didn't, I didn't oh, see it. my God. Snow everywhere. I mean, I don't know how it's ha- habitable. I don't know how you live in oh. Buffalo. Um, that'll be interesting. That's tomorrow night. Um, Tonight's a big game. No, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow night is uh, Chiefs-Buffalo. Yeah. Tomorrow night, tonight though, 49ers and Packers, the game that Cowboys fans, it'll be tough to watch because Cowboys fans should have been there. Uh, they should be in San Francisco. No, they shouldn't. Cowboys should be at home. The Cowboys should be home the, because they had home field advantage. Oh, you're right. Excuse yeah. me. Okay, either way. Don't remind me. I know. It's sad. Um, let's talk about let's, that. Let's talk about, let's talk about the Cowboys right now. Oh, God. I want to talk about the Cowboys. Let me get my Tito's vodka real quick. Because earlier this week, and the Cowboys lose on Sunday in shocking fashion. Yeah. To the Packers, it was a shocking game. Jordan Love yep. looked spectacular. The Packers, with the youngest roster in football, looked magnificent. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days ago, Jerry Jones says he's keeping Mike McCarthy. Yep. I disagree entirely with that because it's going to be the same old, same old, same old. Granted, Mike McCarthy, the last three years, has won 12 games in the regular season. But you do not judge on the regular season. Yep. You judge in the playoffs, and they have failed miserably. They're one and two in the three years Mike McCarthy so I disagree you've got people like Harbaugh out there you got Belichick you got Vrabel Cowboys need something new and they ain't gonna get it next year no that last week for the Cowboys it was a disaster everything went wrong um what was that line in um that play Hamilton um we're outgunned outmanned outnumbered outplanned hmm that was the story of the Cowboys last yeah. week. God, I sound like a nerd. So like a unnecessary. Yes. But so unnecessary. It I, I disagree with the Mike McCarthy uh, loyalty from Jerry Jones because he got outcoached. He got completely outcoached last week. And, yes, like you said, regular season, fantastic. At home, best team at home all season long. But if you don't win the last game of the year, um, as Billy Bean once said, who gives a you-know-what? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. If you can't make it to the championship and win it, nobody cares. Well, well, and you can't even win one right. playoff game. Yes, you won one last year. Bravo. Bravo, Mike. But you had a better team this year. You were a much better uh, regular season team. And you let that slip away to an inferior Packers team, to your former team, to right. Jordan Love, who went nuclear. And you have Dak Prescott, who looked like, a at one point, MVP quarterback. He did. He had a great year. And, and, again, it's what you want in your football team. If you're satisfied, Jerry Jones, with being the wealthiest team in the National Football League, one of the top five wealthy sports franchises in the world, okay, great. That's what you want. And if you're satisfied with winning 12 games in uh, the regular season and don't care about the playoffs, good for you. But, my gosh, it is so frustrating to be a Cowboy fan. They haven't won since 95. You don't remember the last Super Bowl. The Cowboys have been so dismal since 1995, and you look all around the league, you look at what Cincinnati's done. They're back, Kansas City, even the Houston Texans, for goodness sake. But most importantly to me, Ben, it's coaching to me because you don't lose to the Green Bay Packers, a team that barely made the playoffs when you're playing at home. That's preparation. I know they're professionals, but there's a sense of some motivation you've got to get those guys ready to play and they weren't ready to play what's also interesting is that jerry jones decided to 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 be loyal to mike mccoy look i respect loyalty in any person loyalty is one of the greatest assets a human can have but sometimes you can be too loyal i don't know if it's he doesn't want to have to pay up or what but this is the best um 
coaching carousel we've we've seen in decades, maybe since I've been alive, uh, my 29 years, we haven't seen this many fantastic coaches on the market. Yeah, and yeah. there's the pick of the litter that Jerry could have gone for. So, okay, he's going to stick with Mike. Next up, is he going to stick with Dak? Because Jerry's the GM. He's the CEO, the owner. Player he's personal a, director. He's a play, player personal director. He's the popcorn cooker, and he's the mower. Does he stick with Dak Prescott? Because if he does, I think I told you the next day, Pop, there is going to be an outcry from Cowboys fans because when you have that kind of a, a wild card game, the fans are going to expect to see some changes. And maybe you shift the blame. you got to, you got to blame Dak Prescott. He played like a toddler, like a guy that had just been on the football field for the first time. I would say a lot of the problem was, was Dak. But it was also the defense. Dan Quinn. The defense. And the shine has gone off Dan, Dan Quinn, Quinn. To, to be a head coach, yeah. I think, somewhat, because the defense was so ill-prepared for yeah. Jordan Love. I mean, Jordan Love, he's he is no world beater. But like I said, he played out of his ass last Sunday. But even if he puts up the game of his life, the Cowboys have a pretty dang good defense. Now, let's talk about Green Bay at okay. the 49ers tonight. Yeah. I, I do not believe Jordan Love can match what he did last no. week. Uh, San Francisco's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite, and if I was going to bet this game, I would lay those points and bet San Francisco. No, that, the line went up. It jumped to ten. It, it's gone it's up to now, ten. It's now ten points, and like you said, Pop, I, I agree. I don't think Jordan Love can duplicate what he did last week. It reminds me of um, the My- Michael Penix Sugar Bowl exactly. to Michael Penix National Championship. Michael Penix in New Orleans played the game of his life. He couldn't miss a throw. Next week, he he was missing on all cylinders. I think we'll see the same thing tonight with Jordan Love. He played almost too good. He didn't leave any gas in the tank to face the 49ers. Um, I don't know why. If you're if you're in Vegas or New Orleans or any state that allows gambling, sports gambling, I don't know why you don't put everything on the 49ers tonight because there's just no chance that they don't win this game by a few touchdowns. And I think the indicator, look what's happening yeah. in Baltimore where they're under five minutes to play. Ravens lead 31-10. to 10. They were well-rested. Yeah. And again, I think we have a situation where the Houston Texans had a really nice win last week over Cleveland yeah. in Houston. They are playing on house money today. If they won, fantastic. They're going to lose, and still it's one of those, we've had a really, really good year and we're going to get better and better. Well, yeah, this is a good in- indicator, Pop, what we're watching right now um, in Baltimore because Baltimore and San Francisco are, very, are really similar. Maybe the quarterback situation is a little differently, but the teams are similar. The Texans and the Packers are similar. Young quarterbacks who have done really well. I'd honestly give the edge to the Texans over the Packers. Um, I would, too. And, and you look at the 49ers. They sat Christian McCaffrey the last week of the season. So he's had two weeks to rest. Two, and Brock Purdy, And too. Brock Purdy. Yeah. He, they've had a lot of time to rest. They're going to be healthy. Debo Samuel's 100% healthy. George Kittle, 100% healthy. Ayuk is healthy. And I just don't see a, I don't see the 49ers even keeping this thing close. This, this might be a melee because I like the 49ers. If you remember... I said at the beginning of the year that 49ers were my pick to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I'm sticking to that because Christian McCaffrey was the best running back in the league all season long. Debo Samuel, this was his, I think, first season in the pros to having uh, 100% health, playing every single game. So uh, the Packers have played good. They, they earned this against the Cowboys, but this should be a, uh, a curb stopping. Well, 
of the San Francisco 49ers and the winner of San Francisco Green Bay will meet the winner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Detroit Lions. Uh, Tampa Bay, a surprise victory last week, sort of. No, not at all, Pop. Well, I think one of us I, here I, actually picked the Buccaneers, and I think one of us won money on the Buccaneers. I, I, I think you did, but I, I just... I'm flabbergasted, too, you know, that Mike McCarthy still have his job. Yeah. And I'm surprised that Nick Sirianni still has his job, too, at Philadelphia. Because <laughs> talk about a collapse. They collapse in the worst possible way. <laughs> what is it? They lost five of the last six? Five of the last six and lost the playoff game. And Philly fans are, they're restless. They they want to change. Uh, they Okay, the Cowboys, they had no excuse. The Eagles. Oh, man. Super they Bowl had team. No, they have Super Bowl team. They yeah. have, but I, I put a lot of the blame on the Eagles on Jalen Hurts. He, he had a hurt wing. He got a hurt finger. But that team forgot how to play. Um, See, I disagree. I put a lot on the defense. It, it's, it's not Jalen Hurts to me, even though, yeah. He, he did was, not look good the latter half no, of the season, he, though. Yeah, he did not look good in the month of December. But uh, that's shocking. But tonight's game, I look San Francisco to win as well. Real quick, though, uh, back to the Buccaneer. I, I, gotta, I, I'm, I hate myself for doing this because I'm an Austin High graduate. I, I'm I respect Lake Travis, but I don't like like Lake Travis or Oklahoma. Yeah. But Baker Mayfield, I haven't seen somebody fill the shoes of a of an all time great like he's done with Tom Brady. Nobody expected Baker Mayfield no. to come in and lead his team to the playoffs and win a wild card game. So credit to him. He is throwing the ball beautifully. Even that with motion, the ankle, that action, yeah. with the velocity and the mm-hmm. accuracy. I tip my hat to Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Jeff and I talked about this yesterday on 1027 ESPN. Big game for Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield's a guy who could end up maybe in Atlanta with Bill Belichick. He could he could he could go to that next level. I know Tampa Bay wants to keep him, but he's gonna have a whole lot of street cred if he can pull off the upset tomorrow. We gotta take a break for the news. After the news, we'll talk more about the playoff games tomorrow. Also, we'll get into Longhorn basketball. We saw Steve Sarkeesian today at the basketball game. We'll talk about the Longhorn week with recruiting and the transfer portal next. Live from Dirty Martins on KLBJ. We are back from Dirty Martin's place at Clements and Ben Clements. Live from Dirty's as we watch the NFL football game number one today. Man, oh man, the Baltimore Ravens uh, are flexing their muscles 34 to 10, under two minutes to play in Baltimore. Baltimore has just scored a field goal to make it 34 to 10. Next up for Baltimore, a home game next week, either with the Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills. They play the late game tomorrow. The early game tomorrow, Tampa Bay at Detroit. We had kind words for uh, our friend, not our friend, uh, our uh, who was a former opponent at Lake Travis mm-hmm. and in Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield. Nice family, uh, but had kind words about him. I get the sneaking feeling, though, this is my thoughts. I think Detroit wins this game tomorrow, yeah. and I think they will cover the six-and-a-half-point spread. Your thoughts, Ben? No, I, I agree. Uh, Jared Goff looks mighty good with Detroit and Detroit really they you know they've needed this for a long time and they 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 figured it out I, I like the way that Detroit played last week and kind of like you know the the Texans and I suspect the Packers tonight the Buccaneers it's going to run out they're you happy know, to be there I yeah, think. But, yeah but you know Baker's he's been playing on a hurt ankle he it's been noticeable he's been able to throw the ball awfully well but you know you can tell when he runs it's he he's not 100% so and the Lions look good. Their defense is outstanding. I fully suspect tomorrow the Lions to win. I think so, too. Dan Campbell, the former Aggie from Central Texas, who many wanted to be the Aggie football coach when they got rid of Jimbo, he's had a really good year. Yeah. And he's done a great job. And they're sort of that 
darling team. Yeah. I'm not so sure they can get by San Francisco in San Francisco, but it's a nice story, so I like to look at Detroit to win. Now the final game tomorrow at 5 o'clock, Oof. Kansas City at Buffalo. Uh, our friend Mitch Morris of the Buffalo Bills, they're, they're playing in Buffalo, which is a big advantage, but it kind of scares you, I'm sure, when you look across the field and there's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah, it's funny because this game has become, I, don't, I wouldn't say, would you call it a rivalry, but it's yes, it's become yes. a perennial game in the NFL yes. because people look forward to seeing Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Obviously, we've seen some of the most iconic games in the last half decade Ooh. from Buffalo and the Chiefs. Um, obviously, the infamous one a few years ago or a couple years ago. And 13 seconds th- left. Yeah, 13 seconds left. It's kind of a shame that we can never see these guys in the Super Bowl because it would make for a incredible game. But tomorrow, it's kind of like a mini Super Bowl. It is. And it is, this yeah. is the yeah uh, Patrick Mahomes' first uh, first game on the road in the playoffs, which we haven't seen. By the way, uh, we have a final in Baltimore, 34-10. Uh, the Ravens advance uh, to take on the winner of uh, the Chiefs and, and Bills tomorrow. So Lamar Jackson continues his dominance in the league. Um, back on Chiefs and Bills. It's a toss-up. You know, it's in Buffalo. you got to give them a little bit of an edge, but the cold doesn't matter. Chiefs not playing the cold. Patrick Mahomes, he's got, you know, the experience. Buffalo, they're peaking right now. They've won, I think, their last six games. They're looking fantastic. Josh this, Allen is playing Josh Allen looks fantastic. Really yeah. um, he's running the ball finally, which is funny because we heard uh, our buddy Mitch talk about this on the Pat McAfee show this week, how Mitch kind of during the season in regular play – he doesn't run as much. He, he wants to get his guys involved, and he wants to get the run game going with his running backs and throw the ball. But in the playoffs, he knows he's got to take matters into his own hands. Yeah. So we'll be seeing a lot of that tomorrow. It's going to be a fantastic game. This might be the most highly viewed game of the season so far. I like Buffalo tomorrow because I don't think, and this is, this is nothing new, I don't think Mahomes has the wide receivers that he's used to. Tyreek Hill's gone. And the wide receiver play has not been that great for the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Not that great. You can say it's been terrible. And Travis Kelsey, not the same Travis Kelsey with drops. It may be Yoko Swift. Taylor's going to be there. So Taylor's going to be there. So I just think Buffalo can win that. But after watching this Baltimore Raven team, they look so good. Yeah, Baltimore looks so great. Uh, either way, you know that this AFC Championship. You know, minus the 49ers getting into the Super Bowl, this AFC Championship might be a better game than the, yeah. than the upcoming Super Bowl. Well, I think if, it, if it's Buffalo or Baltimore versus San Francisco, that's going to be a really, really good Super Bowl. Yeah, so, and I, that's, I'm sorry to knock Detroit. I just don't think Detroit can beat San Francisco in San Francisco. Yeah, tomorrow it'll be a great game. Have we looked at the weather in, Bull- in Buffalo yet? Is it, we I mean, have. It's, it's, it's going to be around 25 degrees at yeah. kickoff, but no snow. It's just going to be very, very cold. So, you know, looking towards this game, i, I got to give the edge to Buffalo. The way they've been playing recently, uh, They the receiving core is obviously better than the Chiefs. Uh, Stephon Dix is finally getting his feet down. He, yeah. he, he had a pretty mediocre season, but he's finding his footing. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, you can't count him out. You and cannot, and, and that, this is this is the times where he's going to be relying on Travis Kelsey, who is his go-to guy. It is the present-day Brady Gronk. It is. It really is. And so you really you can't, you know, count out Patrick Mahomes, but... The Bills, 
you know, they're almost due against the Chiefs. And I, I don't even want to say they're almost. They are due against the Chiefs. That has been their kryptonite the past half decade. Since we've seen the, the, the arrival of, of Josh Allen and Patrick Williams, yeah. they're due one. And I think being at home, they might have a little bit more momentum. I do think and so, too. They are going to have that home crowd. You know how Bill's Mafia, oh, yeah. how they act yeah. in Buffalo. They're crazy. And this could be a game where the crowd really affects the game. And that's the late game tomorrow. Buffalo favored by two and a half. Three now. Three now. Okay, Three now. let's shift gears and talk a little Longhorn football. We saw Steve Sarkeesian at the basketball game today. It's been another good week for the Longhorns. With another the... good week? Oh. They had a good week this week. They've had a great week this week. Transfer portal. Sort of. Well, they lost one player, but they've got uh, Isaiah Bond last Saturday, the wide receiver from Alabama who apparently has a new Lamborghini. Yes. Uh, they got a wide receiver from Oregon State who's excellent. Yep. They got a tight end from Alabama. Yep. They got a linebacker, linebacker from Alabama. Unfortunately, the safety, probably the best defensive player in the country, yep. went in the transfer portal, and he is signed are going to sign with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Sarkeesian is earning his money right now. He's earning that extension he got um, from, from UT. I think uh, to signing Isaiah Bond was the biggest... Um, uh, uh, advancement he can have. Probably, this might be the biggest move he'll make in his career. He, uh, Isaiah Bond from Alabama uh, was the number one receiver in the transfer portal. He was the number two all-around player. He, this is a kid that he led Alabama in touchdowns and receiving yards uh, this season with Bama. Go ahead. And we watched him here at yeah. Dirty Martins, Auburn and Alabama yeah. when Alabama had the fourth and 31 in the closing seconds, and he caught the pass from Jalen Milrow on the Gravediggers route. That's the guy, and Texas has him now. Yep. And I think at the end of the season, we were going, oh, no, woe is Texas. When Xavier Worthy goes, uh, they all go. Whittington yep. goes, and uh, Mitchell goes. But now Texas is reloading for Quinn Ewers to have a good year in the passing department. And he'll be a fantastic replacement for Xavier Worthy. He's got that speed. He can make the catches. He's a deep ball threat. Also, uh, getting uh, Maury uh, Niblack, the tight end from Alabama, who scored a touchdown against the Longhorns in Tuscaloosa. He'll be a great replacement for J- Tavion Sanders. You know, after that you know, game in New Orleans, Texas was wondering, what is it going to look like yeah. next year, even with Quinn Ewers, because so many players were going to be either entering the transfer portal or going pro, and Sarkeesian is earning his, his weight right now. Yeah. And But it's funny, because on one side, the Longhorn fans are all hitty-giddy, where you know, Texas is, is, is reloading here. Three Alabama players, three very good Alabama starters, but while we're talking about this, I can't help but think about Alabama. Because Isaiah Bond, when he was interviewed, he said the reason, 100% reason why he transferred was because of Nick Saban. And we've been watching the past few days Alabama be dismantled left and right. They're, they're not, I don't know how they're going to feel the team next year. It's to the yeah, benefit they'll, of... They'll still feel the team, but you're exactly right because people go to Alabama because Nick Saban yeah. was Nick Saban and you're going to go on the pros and you'll compete every year in the SEC. You're not going to get as much NIL money in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I think, and he also says it was purely a business decision yeah. to come to Texas. So. Well, and we see that, I mean, Texas getting three of Alabama's best players last year uh, right off the bat. And that is because these guys want to go to a disciple of, of, of Nick Saban. Right. Steve Sarkeesian has the same philosophy. I'm sure he has some of the, the same sayings. He has, you know, a lot of the game, same game plans that Nick Saban did, and it's almost kind of like, you know, it's it's 
uh, you know what he's talking about. You talked to, yeah. to Steve Sarkeesian, and it's common ground. So it's good. There are still a few more players that Texas is trying to get on the transfer portal. Um, but offensively, they have reloaded to a point where Quinn Ewers will be very comfortable heading to the spring ball. I think it will be, too. And I think when uh, last we saw the Longhorns in New Orleans on that uh, tough night against uh, Washington, we thought, man, it's going to be a tough, tough road to hoe next year because you lose all those wide receivers. Jonathan Brooks goes. But listen, this Texas running game is going to be really good with the guys back there. It's going to be good. You've got Quinn Ewers coming back, the veteran. So, And you've got the turmoil at Michigan. Michigan wins the national championship, but they're going to lose their coach. Uh, they've lost a lot of players to the NFL draft. So the Longhorns have him the second week of the season. So it's going to be so interesting to see what happens and to see if those guys can gel quickly with Quinn Ewers or how much time it's going to take for them to yeah. gel with their new new quarterback. You know, we, we heard um, we were at the basketball game today, and uh, we heard uh, my brother say he has never drank the Kool-Aid so quickly for Texas football. And it's hard not to right now. And I think all of, uh, of Texas' uh, fandom is feeling the same thing. Watching Sarkeesian do what he's doing with the transfer portal and recruiting, it's hard not to be confident that Texas could could make another run next year and have an 11-1 season and go to the playoffs and be a favorite because the guys that he got, you can go get a lot of guys to the transfer portal, but it's quantity over quality, and he's gotten six very quality guys to to replace some of Texas's uh, now pros. Let me just say, say this. I just hope the Longhorns can get in the top 12 and get to the playoffs. It's going to be such a it's going to be a difficult thing when Texas goes to the SEC. And I know you've got some games you think won't be much, but Mississippi State going to be every every SEC game next year is going to be tough. Maybe except Vanderbilt. You got Georgia coming in. You got Florida coming in. You got Mississippi State coming in. You go to Michigan and you go to Arkansas and you go to A and M. Yeah. So it's there. But that's, that would be my goal for Steve Sarkeesian next year is to make it to the final 12s and get back to the playoffs. Yep. We're going to take a break. After this break, we're going to talk Longhorn Longhorn basketball. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio, live from Dirty Martins, and we'll be back right after this. I love to hear that ZZ Top. Billy Gimmons of ZZ Top, a frequent guest here at Dirty Martins Place. Welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements. Our show proudly brought to you by the great folks at Dirty Martin's Place, Howie Breen and Herman, Attorneys at Law, Plains Capital Bank, Pokey Joe's Barbecue with locations throughout Austin and Central Texas. Thank you, Doug Moni and crew at Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Covert and Bastrop, they were closed today, but they'll be open tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Also brought to you by Delaware Subs, no baloney at Delaware Subs, and the 241 cheesesteaks at Delaware Subs all day tomorrow. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, and by Tito's Handmade Vodka. If you go out and drink vodka tonight, make it Tito's Handmade Vodka, made right here in Austin, Texas, by our friend Tito Beverage. Well, it's over in Baltimore. Baltimore defeats the Texans 34-10. Next up, Green Bay and San Francisco here at Dirty Martins. Ben and I, earlier today, we're at the uh, Moody, the Mood, to see the Longhorns defeat the uh, Baylor Bears, 75-73. Tyrese Hunter's layup at the buzzer gave the Longhorns a hard-fought 75-73 victory over the ninth-ranked Baylor Bears, and this is exactly what Rodney Terry and the Longhorns needed, Ben, to say the least. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
Rodney Terry lives to fight another day. Yeah. The Longhorn season is not over yet. You know, as we saw today with uh, with Kansas getting defeated by West Virginia uh, in Morgantown, the Big 12 is going to be, again, yeah, it's, it's going to be wild. And so every Big 12 uh, victory is going to matter, especially in this part of the season. So that, that's a huge top 10 win for, for Rodney Terry and the Texas Longhorns. Tuesday, so, so now, Tuesday they go to Oklahoma. Tuesday they go to Oklahoma, another, another top 25 team. Let's, so, let's go down the list of yeah. the games today. Oklahoma had a close one mm-hmm. uh, at Cincinnati. OU win 69-65. Houston crushes Central Florida mm-hmm. 57-42. It's been a good week for Calvin Sampson. His team defeated Tech. And then at home today in Houston, they crush UCF 57-52. Iowa State goes to Fort Worth. And they defeat TCU 73-72. Iowa State 24 in the country, TCU 19. Iowa State dominated this game. TCU came back late, but it wasn't enough. Iowa State wins 73-72 in what uh, game Ben alluded to earlier. West Virginia, who really, up until this week, was under the radar, not very good. They've had a great week. They've defeated Texas and Kansas in the same week. Uh, West Virginia wins 91-85. Right now, it is... Texas Tech over BYU and yep. Lubbock. Is that 72-70 still? What is the score? Uh, yeah, Pop, that uh, that score is, um, I'll need to find it. It's right here on my phone. It is 72-68 Texas Tech. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State leads Kansas State 30-28. to And you said you were right on this entire Big 12 race Eight is up in the air. Top 25 teams are now wow. from the Big 12, which is what we're we're used to seeing in the past few years with the Big 12 taking over as the perennial powerhouse in basketball. It's going to be a slug match every single week. So even if you're unranked like the Longhorns were today, getting a victory, especially over a top 10 team in the Big 12, it's going to go a long way. And you need those wins to start piling up. You need to go on a little bit of a streak. Texas especially does right now after the bad losses um, against BYU, against uh, UCF, and against West Virginia yeah, bad and Texas Tech. So yeah. this is a this is a big step for Roddy Terry, especially when we're seeing the top the top ten teams drop. Texas, uh, excuse me, uh, Kansas and uh, and Baylor all in one day. Well, and, and look what's coming up. Texas Tuesday goes to Norman, mm-hmm. uh, a, a tough place to win. They hate Texas. We hate Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Tough place to win. That comes Tuesday. Then next Saturday, you got to go to Strange Land. You, you go up to uh, BYU. Yeah. Texas, to my knowledge, Ben has not played BYU in basketball in a long, long time. And BYU sits at number twenty in the, in the country right now. See, it's, it's it, and then the next home game for the Longhorns is a week from Monday against the Houston Cougars. So, yep. it is a very there. There is no gimme. There are no layups at all in the Big 12 this year. Right now, we, we saw Texas lose. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll quick re- rehash it. So, Texas loses to UCF at home. They blew a 16-point lead uh, and fell. And then Rodney Terry had the big outburst against the UCF uh, uh, players that were throwing the horns down. And he had an outburst that went quickly viral yeah. on all the social medias, on ESPN, on the sports centers, on the Stephen A. Smith shows. It was well circulated and talked about. I don't know. What do you think about? Let me let me throw my two cents in. I don't like the horns down, but by the same token, it is what it is. If you Pe- can throw it up, somebody can throw it down. People, that's a good point. People don't like Texas, and as much as I like Rodney Terry, I think he overreacted on yeah. the court. He should have just said, "Okay, you're doing the horns down." Yada da 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 da. Goodbye. Good luck. We're going to beat you the next time we play you. Yep. Instead, he said this was classless. 
you know, said a curse word, and yeah. it, it was emotional. I know he was emotional, but because yeah. his team it's embarrassing. Had, had just blown a 16-point game yeah. at home. So I, I give Rodney a pass, but you're right. It went viral. For goodness sakes, I heard Rick Neuheisel on college football talk talk about said, oh, Rodney, you shouldn't have done that because every time now on the road for the rest of the year, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. There'll be signs he will be met as he goes into these arenas with horns down, and it's going to be a big old mess for Rodney Terry. Yeah, Texas made a lot of strides with the horns down thing, um, with the the persona of Texas not caring, but he set Texas back a long way. My opinion, Rodney Terry, he's been around Texas long enough. you got to know the drill. Yeah. If you blow a lead and lose uh, at home to an inferior team, they have every right to to dog on you and, yeah. and to give yeah. the horns down. Um, so that was a shame. It, you shouldn't. I wish he would um, adopt the Steve Sarkeesian mantra: embrace the hate. Yeah, yeah. Steve Sarkeesian's done great with that because Texas football gets more horns down than anybody. Embrace right. the hate. Use that as fuel and momentum to go into these games. Right now, Rodney Terry, this is a big win today. Big but win. up until you know uh, ten fifty nine a.m. It was looking like Rodney Terry, this experiment was going to fail. Well, it might still. This was a good win at the buzzer. You know, they played great, but they faltered at times. But this Rodney Terry experiment, it's still up in the air because he does. It's hard to replace Chris Beard. Yeah, it, it really is. is. Um, he still does not have job security for the next, I think, year. I think he has job security I this disagree. year, Ben. I think he has this year. Next year, if the Longhorns, and I hope they don't crumble the rest of the year. If they played like they did today, they will not crumble. But if, if they start crumbling, he's going to be under the gun because he's not Chris Beard. He will always be in the shadow of Chris Beard. Yep. I want Rodney, I think everybody wants Rodney Terry to succeed because he's a really yeah. fine man. But, you know, it's what have you done for me today in college sports as we've seen that. And everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris Del Conte was patient with Steve Sarkeesian. His first two years were were really subpar, and he blossomed in his third year. You got to give Rodney time, but it is it's difficult in basketball because you really have a core of about eight players who can make or break you, and the coaching yeah. is so important. Yeah, so a big step for the Longhorns, though. A yeah. huge, a huge home victory against a a top ten team. Last time you'll see Baylor at home. That was a great step. Texas needs to go on a little bit of a streak here to get their street cred back, to get back in that top 25. It's going to be hard-pressed to make the, the tournament. It will be with, with the Big 12 and eight you know, top 25 teams, but it can be done because Texas has way too much talent to not have a victorious season. I tell you, Tyrese Hunter looked great today. Dylan mm-hmm. DeSue looked great today. Max Adams looked great. Max looked really great, uh, especially in the first half. Yeah. They've got the pieces of the puzzle to move on. It's just doing this week what people have been doing to them. I mean, Texas needs to steal one on the road against Oklahoma, a very, very good team. And they also need to steal one uh, in BYU next Saturday and then uh, have a little momentum when they host one of the best teams in the country, the Houston Cougars and Kelvin Sampson. Yep. Final thoughts now on tonight's games. Green Bay at San Francisco. It's been raining out in Santa Clara. I see no reason why San Francisco does not roll. I just don't know if Green Bay can keep that momentum up. The line has gone up another half point. It is now San Francisco minus 10.5. If you're in Vegas or you're in uh, in New Orleans, bet it. San Francisco is going to cover tomorrow. Lions cover. Bills will win in Buffalo. 
That's my prediction. Thanks for coming down to Dirty Martin tonight. Thanks to all the help back of the stadium. Thank you, Ben. But again, thank you, Mark and uh, Daniel and Jake and the great folks at Dirty Martin's Place. Come down and watch football tonight at Dirty's. For Ben Clements, I'm Ed Clements. See you next week on the End Zone Club on KLBJ.